Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. So today we're in Mark chapter chapter one. We're just beginning the new the new book. We just wrapped up Proverbs and now we're back into the New Testament. But before we go into any reading and discussions, let's first go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for today and thank you for all that you've done. You're the creator of all. You're the one who has made all, knows all. And Father, I just thank you that you even care about us, that you care about me, and you love me. So Father, I pray that today as we move, go about our day, that we would remember your teachings, remember who you are and what you want from us, and that we would be able to do your will. At times it's very difficult, Lord. At times it's very challenging. And in fact, it's downright impossible unless we turn to you in those moments when it's hard. So Father, I pray that today we would be conscious of your will, that we would do it, and when we struggle with it, then we would turn to you and ask for your help. Because as just a man, I fail at it all the time. So Lord, I lift up this reading. I lift up this time. I pray that you would be the one who opens our hearts and our minds and our spirits And helps us understand what your words are telling us. What we should remember, what we should incorporate. And the wisdom and understanding that you want us to gain. I pray there would be nothing for me. I just pray that it would be you and your message. I thank you for loving us and caring about us. And for giving us and for never giving up on us. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So typically when we begin a new chapter or new book, I mean, we go to look for an uh, outline and generally it's from A.W. Tozer. There's a number of outlines out there. Some are exceptionally long, but Tozer's are pretty succinct and right to the point. So I like, I like his messages and what he's saying and how he keeps it to uh, the important, the basic and important facts. So let's look at what A.W. Tozer has to say about the book of Mark. In the background section that he gives us, he says the gospel of Mark was written to a Gentile audience to explain that Jesus was the son of God. The early church attested that Mark wrote this gospel. Since Mark's readers probably knew little about Old Testament theology or Jewish tradition, he emphasized different topics than did Matthew, omitting the genealogy of Jesus fulfillments of Old Testament prophecy, and references to Jewish law and Jewish customs. After the resurrection of Jesus, Mark also, called John Mark, John or Marcus, was a companion of Peter and Paul. Peter was Mark's primary source of information on the life of Jesus. In his first epistle, Peter refers to him as my son. Mark accompanied Barnabas and Paul on their first missionary journey. Mark left that trip early, which led to an argument between Paul and Barnabas on their second journey. Mark and Paul later reconciled, as is covered in 2 Timothy 4.11. Mark's gospel is the shortest of the four gospels. It includes no nativity narrative and only a short resurrection account. Though Mark frequently refers to Jesus as a teacher, the text gives more attention to his miracles than his parables or discourses. Mark highlights 18 miracles demonstrating Jesus' power, authority, and compassion. 
Though the gospel opens with a declaration that Jesus is the Son of God, and the same testimony is given by a centurion at the crucifixion, in Mark's gospel, Jesus often tells people to keep his life-changing miracles secret. Mark shows Jesus as a suffering servant, whose death is his ultimate act of service. At his death, the veil in the temple was torn in two, providing open access to God through the atoning work of Christ. Mark's gospel seems to be the earliest written account of Jesus' life and ministry. The destruction of the temple is mentioned only prophetically, so it should be dated before AD 70, when the prophecy was actually fulfilled by the Romans. The probable date for this book is AD 55 to 65. Tradition says it was written in Rome, the final home of Peter and Paul. The outline for the book is pretty basic. There's four, four main sections. The servant is announced, that's Christ. The servant ministers, that's Jesus doing his miracles. The servant submits, which is Jesus submitting to go into Jerusalem and be crucified. And then lastly, the servant rises again. So with that, let's go ahead and get started right into Mark 1, verse 1. In the beginning of the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locust and wild honey. And his message was, After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. At once the Spirit sent, out into the wilderness, sent him out into the wilderness, and he was, up, he was in the wilderness for forty days, being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals, and angels attended him. After John was put in prison, Jesus went to Galilee, proclaiming the good news. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. Verse 16. As Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. When he had gone a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John in a boat, preparing their nets. Without delay, he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. They went to Capernaum, 
And when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as teachers of the law. Just then a man in their synagogue who who was possessed by an impure spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus, of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, said Jesus sternly. Come out of him. The impure spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. The people were all so amazed that they asked for each other, asked each other, What is this? A new teaching? And with authority? He even gives orders to impure spirits, and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they immediately told Jesus about her. So he went to her, took her hand, and helped her up. The fever left her, and she began to wait on them. That evening after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out many demons, but he would not let the demons speak, because they knew who he was. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place, where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him, and when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone is looking for you. Jesus replied, Let us go somewhere else to the nearby village, so I can preach there also. That is why I have come. So he traveled throughout Galilee, preaching in in their synagogues and driving out demons. A man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus was indignant. He reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. Be clean. Immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. Jesus sent him, on his, sent him away at once with a strong warning. See that you do not tell this to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded of you for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Instead, he went out and began to talk freely, spreading the news. As a result, Jesus could no longer enter a town openly, but stayed outside in lonely places. Yet the people still came to him from everywhere. So Mark really does just jump right on in, because he's speaking to us, the Gentiles, who don't have an understanding of all of the Old Testament they don't really, you know, most of these people don't know anything about the, the claimed, you know, the, the prophecy about a Messiah. So he bypasses all of that. He bypasses most of it. He does still talk a little bit about what Isaiah says. But for the most part, he just jumps right on in. And he gives the evidence of why Jesus is the Son of God, why he is. He starts giving Immediately, I think he covers about five or six um, miracles right here in the first chapter. So with that, let's go ahead and go, go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for this. Thank you for your word. Thank you that 
your word reaches out to all sorts of different people that you love all of us and you want all of us to know you that you want all peoples to have a relationship with you doesn't matter if we're scholars in the old testament or the new doesn't matter for scholars at all it's only important that you that we seek you and there's a message for us so father i pray for today that we would do your will that we would understand your will and that we would when we don't want to do it <clears throat> where we struggle to do it i pray that we would turn to you and seek your guidance and your help i thank you i praise you and i love you it's in jesus name i i pray amen hey thanks for joining me at just a guy and his journey back to god i hope you have a great day